0: The recording has started.
1: Oh, there it is. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm really, I'm stunned at at that ability. It was great. No, I didn't even try. That's so no. You you tried. I you stopped. Just didn't I was like, carefully. I'm
0: not doing this right, so I'm gonna sit down. Let Father Sam come in, not even get him his chair, not yeah, even, like, yeah, exactly, set up.
1: Exactly. I left everything out so he could get set up, and, and Paula <laughs> first tried to plug in our soundboard uh, <laughs> y- using the power cord in, in a place where there's a screw and not an actual outlet, uh, and then and then she didn't even give me a chair.
0: I plugged my microphone into the wrong spot. Oh, no, my headphone.
1: Oh, yeah, your headphone jack was plugged into a, a, a microphone outlet that was that wasn't great either
0: i didn't realize that
1: no it's it's okay There's a, it's okay
0: yeah anyways that's how we're starting i mean today. granted
1: the headphone jack is labeled headphones
0: okay in my defense pretty clearly i'm not wearing my glasses i was reading it upside uh-huh. down and i was like i'm gonna stop touching this before i break something because <laughs> <laughs> i will do that <laughs> so i'm just going to make sure that i'm sitting safely in my chair and staying put until the the teacher comes in
1: okay <laughs> all right that, that's, that's what fair. went through, that's I, what
0: went through my head i
1: can never be late ever again let's be real honest here. <laughs> i can never be late to a recording session ever again just just show up on time father sam everything's going to be okay <laughs> <laughs> all right hey welcome to roar like the lamb i'm father sam kachuba and, and this is Paula pena and she doesn't really know how to do sound equipment
0: no <laughs> <laughs> i'm okay with that though all right I, I will acknowledge my natural limitations, as my therapist said last week.
1: So okay, hey, acknowledging limitations is is huge. It's good. It's one of my favorite academic exercises, actually. when you sit if you're sitting down and you're writing an academic paper mm-hmm. or something, you might realize that there's there's other stuff that you want to talk about or that could be talked about, mm. uh, or there's another subject that you just haven't researched. And you need to just acknowledge that it exists, but you're not in any way able to talk about it. And so all you say is that, falls outside the scope of this paper mm-hmm. That that is beyond the scope of what, of what we're looking at here and then you have an excuse to just not talk about important stuff <laughs> isn't that cool
0: that's what you did <laughs> yeah
1: now i don't have to talk about it i acknowledge that it exists it's a thing but i've said i'm not going to talk about it and because i said i'm not going to talk about it i am no longer obliged to talk about it isn't that great
0: that sounds phenomenal i think
1: it's fantastic
0: mm-hmm. what are you talking about oh i was hoping you were going to give me
1: well some inspiration I don't know if it's inspiration, but...
0: Oh, I want to talk about angels. It's almost spooky season. Ghosts.
1: Okay. Goblins.
0: Witches. Okay. Oh my. But I really want to talk about angels because I had the most incredible thing happen to me with my angel this week.
1: Okay. Let's do this. Because I think that's a great idea. Okay, awesome. I affirm the idea. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm totally supportive of it. Mm-hmm. Let's put it in the context of, since we've... Started a new season Mm -hmm. and we're now a few episodes in, and we've been talking about catechesis. Yes, I think we can talk a little bit catechetically about what we believe about angels. Exactly, that's what I wanted to do. Teach about angels, but also, uh, this is going to be a good opportunity for me to share some of my favorite uh, catechetical memories as we get into the month of October and as you call it. Spooky season.
0: Spooky season.
1: Spooky season. The
0: Harry Potter marathon has not started yet. Uh, I'm waiting until October 1st. Uh.
1: <laughs> All right. So when we're talking catechesis and we've, we've been talking about the, the importance of forming people in the faith and, and handing on the faith and, and what that means, here's one element of the faith that we, we should be handing on. But I think often we, we kind of neglect in the catechetical environment. Mm. Right? And that is our, our understanding of angels. What are Angels.
0: Angels. Right are spiritual beings without bodies who do the will of God and in Scripture reveal how they are sent as messengers to believers to either walk with them, minister to them, um, and protect them along on this journey towards being in friendship with God. So it's like they are not little baby cherubs. They are these monstrous that <laughs> Fat babies with little tiny wings. Who, who is going to totally protect you because that totally makes sense.
1: <laughs> no, there's <Dude>, these. <laughs> dude, not for nothing. If I was on the attack and I'm going after something, and all of a sudden a fat baby with little tiny wings was floating in front of me, I'm Cherub, running the go. other way. I'm running the other direction because that little fat baby with the little tiny wings. Where did that thing come from? Oh my goodness, I got to get out of here. So I'm um, I'm okay with the idea that that <laughs> angels are in fact fat little babies with little tiny wings.
0: That's terrible. Just had an image of like you rolling a baby like Pokemon, like Pokemon Go, Cheer up, Go. <laughs> <That'd
1: be great. laughs> All right, so great definition, absolutely correct. Totally summarized. Angels are those pure spiritual beings created by God. Yes. I think that's, that's another important thing to understand. Before
0: man was created.
1: This is a level of creation, mm-hmm. uh, a, a type of God's creation, part of God's creation that is distinct from human beings, and that's a really important component, right? And this is why I think we've neglected it too long mm. in our catechesis. Mm -hmm. Because we, instead of of understanding what the angels actually are, these pure spiritual beings that God has sent to be messengers to us and to protect us, Mm -hmm. we've turned angels into this thing of like, oh, when I die, I get my wings and I become an angel. Why would I want that? And then, well, so that's that's a whole other other thing. But then we kind of popularly have have turned this this whole thing into um, the this this person's now my guardian angel. No, you already had a guardian angel before that person died. You already had your guardian angel. You don't need another one, mm-hmm. right? And your guardian angel can do something for you that your deceased loved one. Can't and your deceased loved one can do something for you that your guardian angel can't, mm-hmm. right? When when somebody dies, they don't become an angel, but we do pray that they become a saint and that yeah. they become our intercessor in heaven. So I think we got to drop the idea that that I'm going to become an angel, mm-hmm. right? I agree. I, I, I the halo thing, I'm 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 here for, right? I want the halo, and I I'll be. It's okay <laughs> if they give me a harp. I'm I'm okay with that. Like, if if you want to give me a harp in heaven, that that's okay too. Can but, can
0: can we make a graphic for this particular podcast where I can literally make edit you, Photoshop it and give you a halo? Like, I could do that in five
1: minutes. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, we'll we'll grab a screenshot from the video and everything. You got to get more in the camera there and everything, and so that way we can. Oh,
0: we're now. both we're both saints. Oh yeah,
1: we're both halo. You know, we both deserve that. Okay, again. I think I think we've earned it, <laughs> sort of.
0: If the church won't canonize me, I'll do it myself.
1: Yeah, right. So there's, there's, uh, there's that, that component of it we're talking about. The, yeah. The, these are creations of God. The angels are creatures of God,
0: mm-hmm.
1: created as pure spirits. To be messengers and and guardians for for his people. Mm-hmm. Stop leaving the frame.
0: Oh, I didn't realize you, you I was keep, doing you're that. You're
1: running away from the camera. I'm
0: sorry. I was trying yeah, to read the catechism. To give you on um,
1: angels. You have like the smallest print. I know, possible, and I can't see. And you didn't see. bring your glasses. I
0: know. It's really bad. Hang on, hang on.
1: I think, no, I don't have a catechism in my bag. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm awful sorry. My my
0: my big catechism oh my is at home.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't well, know what to do. It's okay. It's fine.
0: Some people think angels are real. Others don't. Or maybe others can think like, oh, it's just something that we talk about. Like, do people
1: experience the angels?
0: Or like maybe they're surprised that the church teaches about angels.
1: Uh, Yeah, but angels are real. Yeah. Um, And uh, we we shouldn't be afraid to talk about them. Mm -hmm. Right?
0: All right. So here's in the fourth Lateran Council of 1215.
1: Lateran four. Gotta love Lateran four. I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah. So
0: it professes in faith that from the beginning of time, made at once out of nothing, both orders of creatures, the spiritual and the corporeal, that is, the angelic and the earthly. Do
1: you want me to read it? I feel like you're missing words because it's so small.
0: No. (laughs) 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 It's just explaining how it came into creation. You can't even read it too, can you?
1: Angels have been present since creation and throughout the history of salvation, announcing this salvation from afar or near and serving the accomplishment of the divine plan.
0: Yeah. Is the following quote getting you? Because I think I know what you're reading.
1: Well, they closed the earthly paradise, protected Lot, saved Hagar and her child, Mm -hmm. stayed Abraham's hand, communicated the law by their ministry, led the people of God, announced births and callings, assisted the prophets just to cite a few examples. Finally, the angel Gabriel announced the birth of the precursor and that of Jesus Himself. It's so cool. Angels are really cool. They're and so really cool, amazing.
0: Now, here, what struck me about this was this in so that, I don't know what paragraph you were reading from. That this is from paragraph three thirty one. As I was reading this, I was having a lot of stress.
1: A lot of stress.
0: <laughs> I have had attention headache almost every day for the last three weeks. And I don't know why, but I've never had. Yes, I feel like I'm cracking my neck and I've never been able to do that before. It's really bad. So anyways, I haven't been doing really well. I've been putting a lot of pressure on myself with regard to just a lot of things. And as I read this,
1: that's why you couldn't plug in the machine.
0: I'm I'm taking I'm was. taking a break from actually trying things. <laughs> so it says they belong to him still more because he has made the messages of his saving plan. And then this quote: Are they not ministering spirits sent forth to serve for the sake of those who are to obtain salvation? As soon as I read that, I was like, Whoa! I gotta talk to my guardian angel right now. And I just asked him, I was in the middle of a coffee shop, kind of stressing about, I'm kind of backed up on school because, you know, my life and ADD is really hard and time management is just worse. So anyways. <laughs> I, um, I
1: understand at least the time management piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so,
0: so anyways, I, I've just been trying to, figure out what to do. And so I've been putting it on myself to figure it out. Right. But, you know, natural limitations, I have to acknowledge what I can and cannot do right. and be able to do that. So I started asking for intercession for my guardian angel. And within about five minutes, all of this pressure that I had in my neck was gone.
1: Oh, wow.
0: I have been so anxious, yeah. like mentally, emotionally, I hadn't been able to focus. I've been sleeping really off. Like, mm. As soon as I asked for my guardian angel's intercession to pray for me, this weight that I was experiencing was lifted. And then I was overjoyed, and I was like, God, you are so good in that you give us someone, you give us a companion to walk with in this world. And we should be asking our guardian angel to pray for us. Because um, <clears throat> at this point, yeah, I, of course, I was like ask, I was doing my my uh my daily rosary and I was asking our lady for help and, and just all these different saints. But it, it just reminded me that we've been given a, a cloud of witnesses to walk with us here on earth, that we aren't alone and that we can really ask our granny angel to come in and intercede for us in particular situations and let them do the fighting for us. That's what they're waiting for. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm here to fight for you. I have come prepared with armor. Stop trying to do everything yourself. Because you cannot. (laughs) When are you going to surrender?
1: We just celebrated the Feast of the Archangels, Michael, Mm -hmm. Gabriel, and Raphael, right? Mm -hmm. Here's the prayer from from that Mass. Okay. Okay. O God, who dispose in a marvelous order ministries both angelic and human, graciously grant that our life on earth may be defended by those who watch over us as they minister perpetually to you in heaven. Mm. So right there is what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. They watch over us as they minister to God perpetually in heaven Mm -hmm. our angels so in this case we're talking about the archangels but the same truth applies to our guardian angels yes our angels can do something that we are really bad at doing which is multitasking
0: (laughs) and praising God at all times
1: well no exactly that's exactly it yeah we're not able to do two things at once very well. No. We can try and and we can claim that we're good at it. but is that a lie
0: though? generally, multitasking generally is not it is. actually true.
1: There are certain things that that you can do two things at at once, but it's it, it, we usually don't do one very well. Could't
0: John Paul the Second read and listen to someone else at the same time and retain well, information? St.
1: Thomas Aquinas, very famously, would uh, write one thing while dictating simultaneously a, a separate idea to a, a scribe.
0: That's why who was
1: copying down whatever he was writing. I can't, or whatever he was saying, rather.
0: can't even plug a thing into a machine, exactly. right?
1: <laughs> how could How could he do that? You can't monotask, much less <laughs> multitask. You know? But the angels, the angels can. They watch over us perpetually mm. while also perpetually ministering to God in heaven. So when we talk about our guardian angels in particular, our guardian angels are a real thing and we should... We should pray to our guardian angels, guardian uh, angel of God, my guardian dear, mm-hmm. to whom God's love commits, commits me here. here, ever this day be at my side to watch, right. to guard, to rule and guide. guide yeah. Right. That should be a, a prayer that's that's regular. It's, it kind of rhymes, and so we think it's childish, but
0: it's not. It's
1: actually it's really beautiful. Yeah. Go ahead with the rhyme scheme. It's fine. And if you want to come up with some other way to talk to your guardian angel, do it. Yeah. But we we should be talking to our guardian angels. And mm-hmm. it's because our guardian angels are able to at the same time watch over us. And glorify God in their prayer. Mm-hmm. We can't always do that. We get caught up in the, the thing right in front of me. So I need I need to set aside time for prayer. Yeah. And in that time for prayer, then I can try to glorify God mm-hmm. with, with my voice, with my prayers. But even then, I know that I get distracted really easily, yeah. right? Yeah. But our, our guardian angels can all at once be watching over us, seeing us through whatever challenges and, and daily tasks we have mm-hmm. and at the same time be looking on the face of God and glorifying God on our behalf.
0: That's incredible. yeah
1: so we're called to pray at all times right <laughs> to pray without ceasing. that's that's scriptural yeah but because we we can't literally do that
0: mm-hmm.
1: we have and God has created it in this way. God has created these angelic spirits watch over us, and who pray on our behalf because we can't, Mm -hmm. because we can't do it all the time. Like, how good is God to us that he makes it possible? He's too good. That thing that feels so difficult. I I don't think I could pray all the time. I don't think I can be that devoted. I don't think I can do these things. Mm -hmm. God is so good to us that he makes it possible by giving us a guardian angel
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that praise can constantly be offered from us. Because when our guardian angel prays, they're, they're praying on our behalf like with our voice. Yeah. How powerful.
0: Yeah. Isn't that cool? Didn't Padre Pio say something about angels and how I mean he talked to his all the time. <clears throat> right. I need to get on that level.
1: Padre Pio would frequently also uh, argue with them, right? Well, he he would have grudges against his guardian angel.
0: He'd be like, "Why weren't you here to help me, man?"
1: Right. Like well, I was waiting. Padre Pio was was one of the saints. There there are a number of saints who have had literal physical interactions with the devil. Yeah. Uh, where where the devil as as a an attempt to to harm them mm-hmm. would physically attack demons would would actually physically attack Padre Pio which is a, oh, it's a wild thing to think about but it's a reality right mm-hmm. and so one day Padre Pio was being attacked by the devil physically attacked by the devil and as as he looked up he saw his guardian angel and his guardian angel was praising god and glorifying God singing a, a hymn of praise to God or something and he said why aren't you helping me and his guardian angel just kept singing <laughs> and so for for a few days after the story goes Padre Pio refused to talk to his guardian angel <laughs> so I'm not talking to you can you imagine yeah I, I I'm at the level where I can I can hold a grudge against my guardian angel I'm-
0: wasn't the angel's response because you weren't in- praising God, I was doing it for you. Yeah.
1: Something like that. That's what yeah. it was. He in was that like, moment, Whoa. you were so worried about getting beat, beat up by the devil <laughs> that you forgot <laughs> to praise God that, that the devil is so taken that, yeah. that he's, he's got to attack you Yeah. and praise God for that. And that's, that's a weird thing to think I should praise God for, but in, in fact, it's true. All right. It's, it's definitely true. <laughs> I don't think we do a good enough job teaching about the angels.
0: I agree. And explaining I agree. that
1: the that the angels are are very real.
0: Yeah.
1: But I also think so there's we're we're talking about the, the nature of the angels mm-hmm. and the mission of the angels. Yes. So the mission of the angels is is rather simple to understand. Mm-hmm. They come as messengers. We see them in scripture all the time. They come as messengers to to share God's word, to share news of God's plan. They also come uh, to to protect, to guide people. So, Raphael guides uh, Tobit, right? Mm-hmm. We see these different places where the, where the angels are are present, or or where an angel of God comes and and shows them the way, shows them the the path. Uh, think of Saint Peter in chains, being released by the angel who guides him out of the prison. Yeah, it's the angel of God mm-hmm. who appears to them and guides them out. We have that. But then when when we talk about angels, have we? Have we properly understood angels as creatures of God, that God has created the angels and they are distinct from human beings? Just because angels can sometimes take on a bodily form mm-hmm. or a visible form mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they're like us.
0: Right.
1: And it, I, always, I always, I just worry about this a lot. Right? Yeah. That there's there's a, a faulty understanding. People will, will think someone who they love has died and they've become an angel for us. And in fact, we should look at them as intercessors. I have no trouble at all saying this yes. person is now interceding for us.
0: Yes, right? exactly.
1: But because in the popular imagination, an, an angel is someone very sweet, someone very kind.
0: Mm-hmm. Almost as if they're higher than man, though. Yeah. So so that's right. what's interesting too, because the church will say, actually, man is higher than the angel. In in its
1: higher than the angel because God takes on human flesh to save humanity.
0: Right, and so only a human person can truly—not, I don't want to say truly—that's probably wrong. Share in this Trinitarian life, mm-hmm. be partakers in that Trinitarian life. The angels would want that. What's that quote by Maximilian Kobe? Like, if angels could be jealous for one thing, It'd is be that-, that
1: we can receive the Eucharist?
0: Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: it's powerful, right? Mm-hmm. But the angels, so. This is the other part of it the angels have made their eternal choice already mm-hmm. the angels don't face the dilemma to sin or not to sin no they they've, they've already made their eternal choice for god pure and those good. those pure spirits that did not choose for god are the fallen angels the demons mm-hmm. who went with lucifer and 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 his other his other angels
0: as purely spiritual creatures angels have intelligence and will they are personal and immortal creatures, surpassing in perfection all visible creatures, as the splendor of their glory bears witness.
1: So they surpass us in glory, mm-hmm. and yet,
0: they, yeah, we're in, called in to something. Of, yeah, in the we're, hierarchy, we're, is that the right?
1: It, it's a hard thing to explain. Mm-hmm. Because we've been called to something higher than the angels, to a reality higher than what the angels can experience, because the angels cannot experience the resurrection of the body mm-hmm. since they have no body. So we will experience that thing which is higher than the angels, mm. the resurrection of this corporeal body, but in terms of what we are, the angels would be higher than us as pure spirits. hmm but we would be higher than them in, in dignity because we're created in the image and likeness of God. And so, the the divine Son of God took on our human flesh to save us from from sin, Yeah. whereas he didn't do that for the angels.
0: So this is what's important because the catechism talks about heaven and earth, and then it talks about the characters. So you have angels and men. So after the section on angels, then it talks about men, mm-hmm. how do men fit into this? So it says here, Christ is the center of the angelic world. But when then you describe man, made in the image of God, uh, established in friendship with God. Like there are just so many things that are distinct about man that angels do not have. It's almost, there's, think about it a little bit more spiritually. Like, oh my, Like if man or people, we have this romanticized version of angels, like, oh, they're just so beautiful. They're so pretty. Like almost kind of like we want to be like that, but we think that they're so other, so extra. And I begin to think about how many of us also kind of think about that with creation. While well, creation is so beautiful, creation is is magnificent. I'm just in awe of it. But do we say to ourselves, but I am the most beautiful to God. In the midst of all creation, I can I'm more beautiful than that mountain. I'm more beautiful than that because that's how God sees me. Do I see in myself? God's delight in my creation, because creation is always pointing back to creator, and we can get caught up with created things, but if they limit our view and they don't point us back to creator, we're missing something in with regard to how we are called to live out our purpose and how we're called to live in relationship with God and um, what our role is in creation. So I, I thought that I thought that was kind of interesting, and I can see how in my own life at some point I I love nature. I think nature is beautiful. Um, I, I agree. Yeah, some I'm people don't you. really care to be in nature. That's okay, but they love other things.
1: Go outside, please go outside. <laughs> just, just go outside.
0: Um, but my favorite thing is looking at um, at a landscape, whether it's on top of a mountain or just looking at the shore and seeing just the vastness of it. There's something that just takes me it overtakes me on the inside and I just stop. I pause. Like I take a deep breath and I try to like experience it. And if nature can do that to me, but I don't recognize that I do that to God, like God, God mm-hmm. loves me in such an amazing way that there are times in my life where I struggle to believe that God sees me the way that I experience, God sees me in, in, in a similar, if not more uh, fashion than the way that I experience nature. Um, so, not to. Mm.
1: You know, it's interesting that you're phrasing it that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's great. You're such a girl.
0: Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm bringing my feminist, feminine genius yeah. to this table. No,
1: because that's a perspective that I think is it's it's uniquely feminine, that God sees me Mm -hmm. the way that I look at nature. I look at nature and I, and I think how, how beautiful. And, and I see all this. And then I realize that God sees me in that same, with that same beauty. Mm -hmm. First of all, that's a profound insight. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. I support it. (laughs) I accept it. I'm here (laughs) for it. All right. I just want to make sure that like (laughs) <laughs> this is this is really clear. I think that's great. That's an awesome insight to have.
0: What's your masculine genius perspective on well, this? Well,
1: because I, I also love to look out at that at that landscape, especially for mountains. I'm not as, as big a fan of the shores as you are.
0: I love the beach. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I like
1: I, I like the mountains, right? Looking out at the mountains, the, the reflection that I always have is it's awe at God's creation. Mm-hmm. Same as same as what you're talking about, mm-hmm. and the beauty of it and recognizing the beauty of it. But then I think I can go in there. Mm. This is, this is in a way it's mine to go and, and explore. It's like, I, I look at a river cause I like fishing. Mm-hmm. I look at a river and I can't help now look at that river and start picking out spots where I think there's going to be fish. Mm. And then the rejoicing, like there was one, one day when I was out in Montana. Right. And I looked at this one spot on the river and I thought, Normally, I don't think there'd be a fish there. I don't know. I got a feeling about this. And I cast and I caught one of the best fish of the entire week in that one spot where I wouldn't have expected to catch a fish. But there was just something that said, try it out because there might be something there. Hmm. And I did. And I got a great catch. All right. Think of the order of creation. Mm -hmm. God creates man Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and sets him over the creation to cultivate, to explore, to name. Mm Mm-hmm. But he doesn't set man over woman, the pinnacle of creation. Mm-hmm. And so they can both look at creation mm. and see it in different ways.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But because woman is the pinnacle of that creation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the way she looks at creation is to see it in relationship to how God sees her. Man looks out at creation, this thing that God has given to him, and his his heart is moved with gratitude to God for giving it to him. Mm-hmm. Not so much seeing that this is how God sees me. Yeah. But the first instinct that I have is to look out and say, "Wow, thank you. This is so cool. Now <laughs> I get to go and do this. I, I get, get to, to I go get to work. Go, I get to go to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's.
0: It's it's very in both. line with Genesis.
1: Yeah. It's it's so <laughs> it's, it's really Adam cool. and Eve. But like, do you, do you see how that connects? Yeah. Right? So you're looking at it and you're saying, "This is how God sees me," because. Yeah. God makes the woman as the, the perfect and suitable partner for the man.
0: Exactly. The help. Right? That
1: nothing in creation could possibly be.
0: hmm
1: And so I think the when when man looks at woman, that's where he sees the way oh, that God sees him.
0: Oh yes.
1: Not when he looks at creation.
0: Yes. I can see that.
1: Right. A man looks at a, 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 yes. a husband looks at his wife and he sees, or let's say should see. Yeah. <laughs> The the one who God created to bring him completion. Wow. To make him who he who he really is. Yeah. And to love him in the way that he can best be loved.
0: I, I can I can literally see that because as you're saying that I'm just thinking, wow, Tony has said these things, but he's like always in awe about God's goodness because of me. I was like, I didn't do anything. But I, I see yeah. that. I get that
1: now. Men will look out at creation and see God's goodness also. Wow. But see it in terms of like, thank you. I'm going out there. Yeah. I'm going to go play.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm going to go catch something. I'm going to go chop a tree down and build a house out of it. Right? Like, <laughs> that's, like we go, like, this is, okay, now we get to work. We get to work with God that's, and how exciting that is. Yeah. But you're seeing it in a totally different way. Now, that's not about mm-hmm. angels, by the way. That's yeah. got nothing to do with angels. But no, it's, it's I not. I love it. Yeah. I appreciate that little sidebar. That was really fun.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's good. That was cool. I wasn't expecting that. Speaking of working,
1: uh,
0: the Sisters of Life are having a men's working retreat. Are they? uh, In October, yes. Spots are still open. Okay. Um, So we'll put that in the show notes. Yeah,
1: give me the link for that. We'll make sure it goes in.
0: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, because now that those Sisters of Life retreats are back, spots are selling
1: out fast. Oh, they're going to go fast, (laughs) yeah
0: in two you, years
1: listen if you've never had a chance to go on a retreat with the sisters of life uh, i highly recommend it highly highly recommend mm-hmm. it. They're, they're outstanding retreats great opportunities you'll experience the presence of god in, in a powerful every way every
0: corner of the villa
1: <laughs> everything that you do
0: every <laughs> yeah. even the chair is filled with grace yeah <laughs> but so and,
1: and the food's pretty good too
0: food is the best part i mean tea time yes please <laughs> That's,
1: that's definitely not on the men's retreats.
0: <laughs> really? No, all they're like little snacks. Okay. It's tea time. We're going to have like our little scones and, and I, muffins and pastries. It's I, I
1: really love, good. I love when I get to go for, to help with confessions for the, for their retreats because, uh, every time I, I get to leave with cookies, they, they just <laughs> here, here's some cookies. Father, for the road. Thank you. Uh, so fantastic.
0: going back to this idea of me seeing myself in that way, that's actually where I first heard it was at a women's retreat. Yeah. So one of the sisters was giving a, just, um, Um, some kind of talk on like just recognizing the goodness that you are and how the father sees you and how for women they want to be seen as, as good. Am I worthy? Am I beautiful? And am I enough? And the father sees, sees you. So she's talking to this woman, she's talking about this woman who was on this amazing train ride and somewhere in Europe and you had the most beautiful mountains and the most beautiful things. And she was just taken in awe by the beauty, um, Mm. as she was riding through, through this area in Europe. And in a moment of grace, the father spoke to her and said, like, you are more beautiful than these mountains. And it just, it's, he delights in us. um, And and all that we've been given is a gift to remind us of of our goodness. You know, as he created everything you see, he says, he says, this is good. This is good. But then when he gets to man, he says, this is very Very good. good. Do I see myself as very good, you know, established in this relationship, that I was created for with God, yeah. you know, God does not see me as other or something to deal with or something to tolerate, which, you know.
1: I tolerate you, Paula. I tolerate <laughs> you, you. I to deal with you. You
0: had to You had to. She's <laughs> like, I can't believe she put the freaking thing in the screw. I'm yeah, like,
1: that was fine. It it, wasn't right. a
0: big deal. <laughs> but, but we can have this attitude towards people or towards ourselves. Um, right. And yet you have a loving father who is all goodness. Who wants this deep, intimate relationship with us. So and,
1: and the guardian angels remind us of that, coming back to angels. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because if the angels are these pure spiritual beings created to forever minister to us here on earth, mm-hmm. to watch over us and guard us, mm-hmm. and to minister before God's throne. So simultaneously, to be always watching over us and on our behalf, adoring God in heaven. Mm-hmm. And God has set for each of us our own angel.
0: Yeah, beside every believer is someone there to protect you and shepherd you in this life.
1: We have the these angels who minister to us, who watch over us, who are are with us. Mm-hmm. How beautiful then is God's love for us mm-hmm. that, that he makes sure that we have everything available to us. Mm-hmm. So if God sees us, as that beautiful creation, mm-hmm. and he does. Mm-hmm. He sees that that beauty of of who we are and what we are, seeing the beauty of of our creation, he he then sets these angels to to guard, to protect us, mm-hmm. to be with us, as a sign of his love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We don't see the angels though, but we do we see the people around us. I think that's why we confuse angels and people sometimes, mm. right? So. If you've uh, if you've been a, a huge part of my life and and you die, I start to think of you as as the angel who was always there for me,
0: mm-hmm. as the person
1: who was always doing this for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think of you as 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 an angel. But in fact, the communion of saints. we commun- We got to go back to the communion we of saints. To, yeah. That the communion of saints actually means that there's somebody now interceding for me in heaven. Yes. Who can't watch over me on earth right. in, the, in the same way. Right. The, the souls in heaven. I think they I think they do have the ability to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the angels have that capacity because they're pure spirit they have that capacity for actually watching over us while simultaneously doing this other thing mm-hmm. we we don't have that ability to multitask so when somebody gets gets to heaven i want them interceding for me praying yeah. for me i've got a guardian angel to watch over me i don't need another one uh although <laughs> there are some people who speculate that priests get two guardian angels
0: really i was just gonna say something about I've, two I've, guardian I've angels i've heard
1: it speculated i i don't know if it's true or not i'll take it interesting you want to give me a second guardian angel because i'm a priest i'll i'll take it i think oh, wow. i can i think i've probably like
0: so like on the day that of your ordination you just get a <laughs> magic <laughs> yep. you get another one yep interesting i
1: i Again, I don't know who that
0: speculates that.
1: I don't know. Like I've I've heard it said many times, so I don't know the, the exact source. I'll, I'll have to look it up and find out. Interesting. But it's something that I that I've heard a bunch. That, that okay. it's a thing. Let's say that it's that it's real. I think priests uh, create enough work for two guardian angels, <laughs> right? Uh, yes. <laughs> right. But this is the the other part of it, that. Our guardian angels really do provide that. They're trying to provide that spiritual protection. They are now. If I'm living a life that refuses any kind of spirituality, any kind of any kind of uh, virtue, mm-hmm. if if I'm rebelling against the way that God created me, it's harder for the work that my guardian angel is doing to bear fruit in my life. Yeah, because I'm subjecting myself more and more. So my guardian angel is interceding more and more for my conversion.
0: That's why that you have all these funny means on. Uh... There's a Catholic Instagram meme page. Oh, yeah, it's you got the, the, the goes, guardian
1: angel with, like, the, the heavy Yeah, hand, he's just the, like, Ugh, the, the watching palm. you do your thing. Yeah. Like,
0: oh, come on, just make yeah, the right decision. I is, can see yeah. all outcomes and all choices, but choose
1: these. Exactly, exactly. And that's yeah. the other part. Our guardian angels are not meant to intervene to, like, prevent us from sinning. Our mm-hmm. guardian angels respect our free will. Yeah. But they are there to to pray for us. Uh, to maybe nudge us back towards the Lord when we've started to stray.
0: Yeah. To yeah. remind
1: us of the truth of, of who we are. And, and
0: Right. Yeah. Here's what I find so interesting is, um, you know, God has given us all these ways to be, you know, to go out and evangelize or to uh, go out and, and deal with our everyday life. And something that someone said was, if there are people in our life that we, are so concerned about their salvation Mm -hmm. um know that the angels in heaven are more concerned about it than than you are (laughs) just as god is more concerned about it than you are and what you can do is you can pray to their guardian angel to really intercede for them to do fighting for them or let's say you're going into a meeting and it might be whether it's at work or just personally and you're stressed about the meeting Pray to those people's guardian angels.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ask ask the other guardian angels to do something.
0: Yeah, right? or yeah, or send your guardian Hey, can you just like go to that, you know, to to John's Guardian Angel, have a conversation. It's amazing, but like I remember learning that in focus, and I was like, wait, that's so cool. Like I can literally, I can do that. And it would be powerful to particular meetings that we would have or particular intercessory prayer sessions that we would have, that we weren't praying alone, that we were praying in union with the angels, um, you know, just in the same way that they pray with us in the liturgy. Um, They're also praying with us in in, in all—I mean, they're praying all the time in all circumstances. And
1: and think of how often we're not really aware that we can call upon the saints for their intercession. How how often we forget about that or how often we— we forget about our own guardian angel, mm-hmm. but then to realize that we can ask the guardian angels who are all around us to pray.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's that's a, that's cool, a powerful thing,
0: right? Because then yeah. you're like, oh, this is why hosts of angels. Hosts is like a legion, <laughs> like a <laughs> massive army. This many, is many, 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 many of them. I was gonna say many, many French fries, but <laughs> many, many no, many fries? it was like a joke that uh, President Trump had done in one of his like speeches. So every time everybody says many, he, it was like he gave a football team like many, many French fries. <laughs> so now it's like, I can't get it out of my head. Cause there's somebody in my life who always says, after I say many, he goes, many, many French fries. And I was like, <laughs> great. So now I've been like completely scarred for life. Just like the go ahead has completely scarred me for life. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but okay. So speaking of two angels, this was a, also a beautiful thought that I read a beautiful thing that I read a couple years ago on a mom blog about how a woman, when she conceives and is pregnant with a baby, she already has two angels walking with her. A mom her, blog. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm I'm woman. I read. No, no, it's good. It's
1: good. I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 with you. But um, I, I So thought she has two angels walking with her.
0: Yes, because she's pregnant. And angels are with you from the moment of your life all the way to your death.
1: Right. So she has so she is her, walking. Her child's guardian angel. Yeah. And hers. And her own guardian angel. Like
0: how cool is
1: that? Her child is not an angel i know no no, no. i just want to make sure yeah yeah, no No, the child
0: is not an angel but the child now conceived god has already given life and god has already put an angel in charge of that that child and i was like that's amazing that's cool yeah
1: yeah the like children are, are angels uh comes from our seeing them as fat little babies yeah right the cherubs the 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 Artistic depiction of angels as fat little babies makes us think that <laughs> actual babies are, are angels. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if we're speaking technically, no.
0: Right. I agreed.
1: If we're speaking metaphorically, sure. Go yes. ahead. Like yes. we can call our, our children angels. That's fine. <laughs> but, but, but no,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not in reality.
0: Not in reality. Cause the reality is so much better.
1: Sure. One of the things I, I've always been really moved by is when you talk to parents who have lost a child. Mm. And you'll hear this a lot, especially from Catholic parents who have have lost a child. And you say, "How many how many children do you have?" And they'll mm-hmm. say, uh, "I've I have four children, one in heaven." Yeah. And there's a beauty to that because they're they're acknowledging the gift of life that has been given to them. They're acknowledging the child that was given to them, mm-hmm. uh, and they're also speaking to hope. But they're also recognizing the communion of saints. Yeah. It's the the hope of heaven, mm-hmm. the desire for heaven the confidence that my child is a saint in heaven who yeah. can intercede for me. Mm-hmm. How beautiful is that? And then there, there's also this note of hope that they're looking forward to the day when they'll see that child again. Mm-hmm. And they're looking forward to to that reunification. And there's there's something so, so beautiful in that, I think. That's amazing. So powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Wow. That's great. All right. You got to go.
0: I do. I have a meeting.
1: <laughs> Today, Pella has a heart out. and So we're going to have to I wrap do. this up. Uh, listen, let's ask our guardian angels to pray for us, to intercede for us, to guide us in all that we do, uh, to be with us, to watch over us, to as, fight for us. To fight for,
0: Honestly, yes. that's the best thing you could do is fight for me right now, guardian angel.
1: They watch over us while they forever, eternally minister before mm-hmm. the throne of God.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Amen.
1: For like the Lamb, this is Palapena.
0: <laughs> I know my name in your Father Sam Kachubo. There it is, okay.
1: <laughs> she figured it out. God bless you.